So apparently, there's a Wall Street Journal story going around that's saying that Netflix is tied into the decline in sex. Apparently, the Netflix uh, binge and chill for uh, all people are not working out too well because they say one of us usually ends up falling asleep. We here at Chewing the Fat would like to help you out with this and let you know that if one of you falls asleep, here's an idea. Wake up. It's time for sex. You're welcome. good stories today and i I mean that i mean that as from the bottom of my heart i want to start with a couple of good stories as i was you know scouring the internet for stories to bring you here on chewing the fat um i ran across a couple of these stories and i see the good stories all the time and i let them i read them and i think oh that's nice and i move on i don't even care about them anymore but this particular story i thought you know people probably need to do a little bit more of this and we're we're kind of afraid probably to do it but the story talks about uh an alabama man who went to a restaurant and they see a lady sitting by herself in a booth and he said man i just i don't i wouldn't want to have to eat alone so he thought about it a minute he walked over and said hey can i sit with you a little bit and she said absolutely sit down and Then they began talking and she said that she had lost her husband and that Friday was going to be their 60th wedding anniversary and she was just out to eat alone remembering him. And that's when he asked if it was okay to bring his friends over and so his three buddies sat down and they ate with this lady and had a great conversation and just became friends for the evening. And I thought, man, what a great thing to do. What a great thing to do. And we're all afraid to. You see somebody sitting alone and you don't want to go up and impose yourself on them. But that might be just the right thing to do. I just thought, what a good thing to do. So the next time you see somebody sitting alone and they look like they need a friend or just, wow, they they shouldn't be sitting alone. Then make them part of your life too. And I mean that. Make them part of your life. It's okay to talk to other people. Another good story. I talked about uh, last week when the guy threw the kid off the balcony at the Mall of America and uh, what a dirtbag this guy was and how he had been going to the mall uh, and tried to uh, talk to women. And uh, he got so uh, mad and angry because he's, I don't know, been rejected as he was trying to be Mr. Hipster at the mall. Uh, So then he became mad, and he said that he went to the mall that day to kill someone. And he uh, originally had planned on killing an adult. And then he decided, you know what, I'm just going to take this kid. And so the mom and this kid were standing outside a restaurant, and this guy is standing there, and she's like, are we in your way? You want us to move? And then he just grabbed the kid and threw him off the balcony unbelievable what a you know he needs to spend the rest of his life in prison it was a third floor and this kid 
obviously at the time last week was lucky to be alive right he's got a gofundme page and it's already raised you know almost a million dollars but it's also amazing that the kid is doing great he suffered uh minor internal bleeding uh, several broken bones uh he had some fractures uh, you know uh, in his face and his bones and stuff but other than that and i say other than that and i know that's that's an awful lot but it's as if you know he fell off a bike he's doing great and that is a miracle in itself and i'm very happy to see that the five-year-old boy uh is doing great and it is a, a testimony to all the people who prayed for this little boy and it's also a testimony for the dirt bag that decided he was gonna you know kill somebody and throw a kid off the third floor well it didn't work and yet you still have to spend the rest of your life in jail let's hope i'm glad to see it that's still kind of a good story right day today i'm seeing stories about uh, this northern kentucky barbecue food truck guy uh bell's smoking barbecue uh being in trouble over his t-shirt now jamie smith the owner said uh you know look found the acronym on facebook i added the queue i thought hey this would make a cool t-shirt so i decided to advertise it on facebook and to get more sales and so he's got the t-shirt and the t-shirt is a uh, you know lgbtq and he changed it to liberty guns bible trump and barbecue and you know it's a t-shirt and of course the world is upset heaven forbid you do an acro you know you do a little play on lgbtq that isn't anything but lgbtq equals love if it's not that then you bastard (laughs) we want you to shut your business down we hate you so of course the stories all talk about how he then took the ad down from facebook and uh you know apologized and he's he wrote a statement uh, on facebook that we apologize if we've offended any groups of people organizations or individuals with our shirts we respect all beliefs and lifestyles and want no ill will towards anyone blah 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 blah, blah. the usual apology and so i don't know that the apology will be good enough and of course well, i'm tired of people apologizing for everything but the one thing that the stories aren't talking about which i am in love with this owner jamie smith bell's smoking barbecue at first when you get to the apology you're like no don't apologize stop it it's not gonna do any good anyway and you took down the ad yeah he took down the ad that he had bought on facebook to up the sales of his t-shirt right you can boost your ad on facebook and you know it ups the sales and he's sold a hundred or so t-shirts which is you know probably great for him i I don't know you know how many t-shirts he usually sells at the you know the bell's smoking barbecue truck t-shirts but you know he's out to make a couple of bucks and he just wants to you know sell his merchandise online and at the shop when people are buying barbecue but the best thing about this entire story is uh, he's still selling the t-shirts thank you 
He threw out the apology. He took down the ad, but I'm not going to stop selling the T-shirts. Okay, they're my T-shirts, and uh, you're not making me stop selling them. That's great. Makes me want to order the Bell's Smoking Barbecue LGBTQ T-shirt. I just may have to do that. I just may have to do that. I also see a story. This could happen to me, and I, I believe that I believe this could happen in our house in a heartbeat. So the story is, uh, Possum was living in this seven-year-old's room for three days before anyone noticed. And I'm thinking, you know, a Possum could live in my daughter's room for days. My daughter could come downstairs in a week and go, you know, I ran out of food to feed the Possum in my room, so could I, I'm just going to grab some stuff out of the pantry, okay? I don't know, whatever. What what do you think the Possum would like to eat? Because he's been eating everything that I throw up there. And I'm like, what? No, you're not letting us some wild animal in the room. What are you doing? Oh, he doesn't hurt anything. He's just up there. So this little kid tells his parents, um, you know, uh, I think there's a something in my room. <laughs> and uh, the parents are like, okay, we'll go check. No, it doesn't look like anything's in here. And then uh, the daughter's eh, kid says, no, there's something in my room. And so they want to sleep in the other room, sleep in the spare bedroom. That's fine. They close it up. And then they noticed some things have been moved. Uh, Some other things like some dog food had been eaten. So this animal is roaming the house. So they thought maybe it was a, you know, a rat or a mouse. So they put in some traps. And then three days later, the kid comes running out. It's in the room. It's in the room. It's in the room. And they see this possum in this dress with his head coming out of the little pocket in the in the closet. Absolutely happened in my house. 100%. I, I have no doubt in my mind my daughter would come downstairs after a week. You know, there's a possum living up in my room. <laughs> Honey, are you okay? Oh, he's fine. He's fine. He's looking a little hungry, though. Is that... Are you okay? Oh, he bit me a couple of times, but don't worry about it. He's a cute little animal. Is that new lipstick around your lips? Are you foaming at the mouth or anything from the possum? I mean, that's where you're in trouble, right? When the crazy wild animals are living in your house. There's no part in this story that it says how the possum got into their home. Like, I could see my daughter, you know, sneaking one in. I mean, she's, you know, any kind of animal. Just sneak. I'll just sneak it in. Nobody will know. But... How does one just get into your home? Right? I mean, you got, I'm sure you have garages where you get animals in, you know, wild animals sneak in your garages, snakes, rats, maybe a possum, you know, something like that. But how do you, how does the possum get into the bedrooms of your home? And just without anybody noticing, you just walk in the front door where you getting groceries and uh, you ran into the kitchen with the groceries from the from the parking from the driveway, and then the possum went, "Oh, hey, the door's open. I'm just gonna go in and check out what's going on. Nobody's seeing me here. I'm just gonna hang out. I'm just gonna hang out over here in the corner, and probably should put this cigarette out so nobody knows I'm here." story about a speed trap set up by florida police of course it's in florida 
But they set up speed traps all over and, and all over the country every state. I mean, see them here in Texas all the time. Don't even get me started on their little speed traps. But apparently the authorities had, uh, you know, the sheriff's office had set up their little speed trap because uh, they had, uh, they've been alerted that, you know, they know, look, they know where there's places uh, in different towns and areas and counties and villages or wherever you live that people don't drive the speed limit. I know, I know it's a surprise, but it's true. And so a lot of times, and I know that they have their end of the month quotas. I mean, they don't. What, what, what am I talking about? <laughs> but I know that you know that they have their quotas. So be on the lookout toward the end of the month. Every every police department does. But a lot of times they'll they'll set. If I was a police officer, I would do uh, I would do twofold. I would set up a police officer sitting here, and then another one down the road a little ways. Because as soon as you pass this guy. That's when you accelerate, and that's when the next guy nails you. If I was a police officer, that's what I would do. That's just me. So they set up the speed trap, and they're not catching anybody. Everybody's going the speed limit. Now, they should be happy about this. They should have posted, hey, we're happy about this. Thank you for doing the speed limit. We appreciate your safe driving. But no, they didn't. They thought, hey, hmm. Why are people not speeding? How come everyone is just driving the speed limit? Well, someone had made a sign on a piece of plywood and leaned it up against the speed limit sign pole up the road and warned police ahead. Nice. Thank you. Now, I know in some places, and I'd like to find out exactly why this is a problem, but I know in some places, like if you see a police officer... Uh, you know, if they're nailing people in speed traps and you start, you know, flip your lights or trying to warn the, uh, the oncoming traffic, you get a ticket for that. What? I would be, I would be very angry for that. What do you mean? I was just flipping my lights, man. I was just making sure my lights were working. What are you talking about? So of course the, uh, the police are saying, you know, well played. Well, they should just be thankful that this person helped keep the roads safe instead of being oh well played we'll catch we'll find out who wrote this sign we'll get other people speeding later that ticks me off that really ticks me off good job on the sign though thank you i mean we've all been in the cities there's there's cities all over the country especially one in florida where they have the uh billboard signs taken up that say don't speed uh they give everybody a ticket and they get and i mean everybody through this town what is the name of that stupid town oh it's in florida gosh darn it but they have giant billboards outside of the town and they tell you don't drive over the speed limit don't and they mean not one mile not one mile not nothing i mean you go through that town below the speed everybody is just slow driving through that town yeah it was waldo florida and i've been through waldo once uh long you know a long time ago and you know they had they i know they got into trouble at one point because their their speed limit signs went up and down you know multiple times through the area like you know at one point it was 65 then it was 55 then it was 45 then it was 55 then it's back down to 45 so they're trying to you know trap you but they put out uh you know triple a 
I think was the might have been AAA, but for sure there were billboards up saying "Don't speed." Uh, you know, the town will give you a ticket, not even one mile over. And I know that they had a big uh, a big to do over um, saying that they were victimizing motorists to turn a profit. Well, duh, that's every police department in America. That's what you heard me victimizing drivers to turn a profit. Yeah, that's right. That's right, police officers. I, lo- I I I appreciate your jobs, and I know you're you know you're out there you know making the streets safe. But if I'm on an express, an interstate, driving 85 miles an hour, and the speed limit is well, let's just say off the top of my head, 55. The road should not be 55 miles an hour. I've already decided that. I've got a car that drives handles great at 80 miles an hour. You should not. There's other things for you to be worried about than writing me a ticket. I mean, that's just me. I could be wrong. All right, I'll, I'll do a story now that makes police officers look good and bless their hearts. All right, I know I was beating up a little bit for you know speeding tickets, and I got it. Don't break the law. Thank you. I know. I know. You're welcome. You're welcome. But this story is kind of agonizing to me. It's been out for a couple of days. And the first time I read it, I saved it. And I was like, ah, I don't know that I like it. It just bugs me. But I'll tell you the story. And then we'll, we'll talk, discuss it a little bit. So a five-year-old Michigan boy uh, was craving McDonald's. Now, he lived with his grandmother. And she was sleeping. So he calls 911 and asks if someone could bring him McDonald's. Okay, right there, I'm thinking, all right, punk. You're a little five-year-old little brat. So the dispatcher, uh, you know, says uh, she told him, uh, no, (laughs) there's no one here that can bring you McDonald's, but she reached out to police. Well, yeah, if you call 911, even if by accident, the police show up at your house. Not that I'm aware of that, but they do. You know, if you accidentally, in quotation marks, call 911 and then say, oh, never mind. And they'll call back. And if you answer, hello, this is 911, you called. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Uh, not long after that, the police show up. Woo, woo. I mean, they show up. They're there. So the police officer, uh, Officer Patterson, uh, Got the request, you know, they got the dispatcher told him what was going on, and he laughed. And he, so he, on his way to check on the house, he stopped by McDonald's and gets the kid McDonald's. Isn't that dark? I mean, bless his heart, right? Bless his heart. Now, I thought, I mean, the officer said, look, I'm driving past the McDonald's on my way there. I might as well get him something, right? I mean, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I like it. But then the officer said when he got to the house, the first thing the boy said was, my grandma's going to be so mad. Just go away. <laughs> uh, I, that kid would not have eaten the McDonald's. Grandma would have paid for the McDonald's. I, it's just a, I know it's a, you know, the whole police outreach program. It's so nice. But now this story gets out. And now every kid in America is going to be calling 911 to have McDonald's delivered. I think it'll work let's go to the break room i need a drink anyway a little coca-cola zero sugar you know that
my gosh. I don't know if I've told you this before. It was so good. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe, and I know we've we've hashed this out before, but maybe if I were just to stop saying how good it was, Coca-Cola would say, hey, can we sponsor your show? What a- Right, I, but I do, I'm doing it for free. I'm doing it for free now, so no way they're going to sponsor the show. So I'm not doing it anymore. All right, I'm not giving Coca-Cola any more free advertising. That's it. Thank you. Not going to happen. All right, so as long as we're in the break room, we've got some headlines to do. Um, passwords for your computers and for your phones and for anything that you need a password for. The number one popular password that has been hacked in the United Kingdom. What is it? No, not one, two, three, four. Ashley. A-S-H-L-E-Y. I know. I know. I crinkled my eyes, too. I was like, what? That's what they said. Also, uh, sad news for, and I, and I mean this, it is, you know, really, really sad news for the plant-based meat companies i know that's a contradiction in terms how could you be a plant-based meat company you know the companies that are making burgers from plants only they want to pretend they're real meat burgers those companies uh now they're looking at the possibility of they aren't going to be able to use the word meat on any of their products good because they aren't Thank you. And hey, 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 hey. Kraft Heinz. What are you doing? I didn't know that you guys were struggling as much as you are. I mean, we're looking at some they've had they've had some they've had some tough times now and apparently uh the current CEO is going to be replaced uh the 1st of July. Um why was I not contacted to be the new CEO of Kraft Heinz? I don't want to be the CEO of Kraft Heinz. Really, all I ever wanted to be was a Heinz ketchup police officer. That's all I ever wanted. I wanted to be a Heinz ketchup police officer. We've talked about that before. I mean, there's restaurants all over the America uh, pretending with Heinz ketchup bottles on their t- on their on their tables but that's not really heinz ketchup in the bottles those restaurants should be shut down and fined immediately and i want to be the heinz ketchup police officer that catches them oh is that uh, is that the ketchup is that heinz ketchup uh let's try it out immediately you know, you know immediately thank you and we're shutting this place down here's my badge yeah i'm a heinz heinz ketchup police officer we're shutting this place down right now and by the way writing you a ticket you're going to be fined no question about that they're going down for the count baby i will that will not i will not put up with that not one little thing not one little time will that happen under my watch sorry not going to happen good news from costco too uh you know just hanging out in the break room and I'll just let you know remember costco is bringing back the uh, vodka martini pops uh i love it i don't know if you're a, a fan of the slim chillers vodka martini skinny freezers but uh yeah some fun with those bad boys uh frozen booze okay i've always been a fan of frozen 
booze. Hey, we talked yesterday about uh, Samsung and their uh, Galaxy Fold uh, and how they were looking at uh, the possibility of uh, just kind of postponing that launch. Uh, yeah, that's official. We're postponing that launch. I know. Look, we're just going to postpone a little bit. We've had a couple of issues. They claimed, though, and I'm a a Samsung fan, so I'm kind of sticking up for them. Uh, They claimed that it wasn't necessarily, you know, their fault. Uh, It was some of the users' faults, and they had sent out... uh, they had sent out some uh, some people to try it. Now, apparently, the uh, they've sent out uh, requests that if you got one of the uh, one of the trial phones, uh, we want it back. All right, give it back to us. So we want to see what you got, and uh, we're going to check it out. Because uh, Samsung, you should have sent me a trial phone. Well, I'm, I'm on your side. They're they're blaming the user. Well, they said. First of all, Taylor, calm down. Don't with that little tone in your voice. They're playing blaming what, like, the You user. go to a restaurant and you blame the customer because your meat's raw. Like you just can't appreciate the raw meat. Like you're gonna blame them for doing the job wrong. Well, they did blame them a hundred percent. They're saying that it's possible that it was user error. All right, because there were a couple of things uh, like a a, a a cover on the fold that it appeared in a couple of the videos had been taken off because people think that it was some sort of, uh, you know, like a otter box or something film on the phone that you put on to keep it from breaking. That's supposed to stay on. And there was also some things that, uh, you know, it looked like it could possibly be user error. They were just being cautious. Now they've, again, they've postponed the launch. So... You know, they're not blaming the user completely. Uh, and they, they've said, while many reviewers shared with us the vast potential they see, some also showed us how the device needs further improvement. <laughs> That's all the phones that they're end up burning. Because so to fully made. evaluate this uh, feedback and run further internal tasks, we've decided to delay the release of the Galaxy 4. We plan to announce the release date and coming weeks i'm ready for it i want the galaxy fold send it to me i'm all on your side and i believe me i am on your side and i think that those people who were using your product wrong man those they should not be given free phones or i mean nothing nothing okay also i see this uh one last little story of the break room as long as we're here i see this little uh Headline talking about uh, the six million dollar man film on the way. Uh, Mark Wahlberg playing the six million dollar man. Um, okay, the six million dollar man was when is was, was in the seventies with uh, with Steve Austin, uh, Lee Majors, right? It was in the seventies. Um, all right, hold on, I'm gonna find out the year. I found it. Calm down. All right, so it's uh, 74 to 78. All right, four years. Lee Majors played Steve Austin. We can rebuild him. We can make him faster, stronger, better than he was. The $6 million man. And he had the with the eye and stuff. Uh, my grandfather used to watch that show with me. That's how I remember that show. And, uh, okay, back in 1974, let's say a $6 million man was something. It was a big deal. In today's world, the $6 million man, what's he got a new shoe? 
the six million dollar man we've put a new finger on him that works stronger than all the other fingers and it only costs six million dollars i mean i don't know maybe we need to up the up a little bit you know i mean i like the i like the whole idea behind the six million dollar man but uh I think maybe we are going to make it into maybe a joke. The bionic, the bionic man, the six million dollar man, and uh, he's like the superhero that can't really do anything because they only spent six million on him. Uh, I don't know. Something to look forward to. It just seems like the six million dollar man. We purchased everything at Goodwill. All right, it's time for some chewing the fat education. As I'm perusing uh, the internet, and the internet is an educational device, right? It's supposed to be anyway. Uh, today, I learned something that I want to share with you that I didn't realize. Um, bricks. Did you know that bricks were such a big thing? Bricks. B-R-I-C-K-S. Bricks were such a big thing. I mean, I started reading a story today about bricks. That's a sad. Don't look at me like I know it's I know it's my life. But then I find out that there's brickcollecting.com. There's the International Brick Collectors Association.com. Their their mantra is the next time you pick up a brick, take a second. It may also be a collector's item. Why? Mainly because there's a growing interest in bricks that feature lettering, patterns, bricks pictures slogans or dates right so then i you know i kind of delve into bricks a little bit 27 million bricks used in liverpool england stanley dock tobacco warehouse the largest brick warehouse in the world one billion bricks produced annually in new york's hudson valley at its peak as the brick making capital of the world 4400 bc date of the oldest fired bricks 20 to 50 hours is what it takes to dry fire and cool a brick bricks uh 25,000 bricks that can be made per hour with modern technology 25,000 bricks an hour 5,000 bricks a molder uh, you can make by hand in a day in a day without the machine without technology uh, three to four years to become a bricklayer. I am telling you, here in Texas, the building that's going on, I don't know if all these guys building uh, brick walls and fences are bricklayers or they're just, uh, you know, the bricklayer intern or helper. I think I think a company has, like, a bricklayer, and he oversees. Most people look like they're, I'm sure they're from this country. I'm sure they're Americans. (laughs) I'm sure they're Americans. Uh, $50 an hour is the bricklayer union uh, pay in New York City. Uh, That's not not bad. That's not bad. But it's New York City. Now, right. But I mean, well, here in Texas, you're probably making what? 30 bucks an hour? As a bricklayer? Sure. In the wrong business. (laughs) Yeah. Have you, I, oh yeah you gotta be making look that up while i'm talking about because i've got some more things on bricks but i'm telling you bricklayer here in texas if you're a bricklayer and you're not making 30 bucks an hour that's a problem now if you're a bricklayer you know helper 
you're probably not making the 30 bucks an hour. Now, if you're a, a, the brick aficionado, you know that frog is the, identa, uh, the, uh, the indentation in a brick where the maker usually puts their stamp. Facing brick meant to use. Uh, I, I mean, we could just go on and on this list. This, this thing is fascinating. Uh, diapering is diagonal patterns. Uh, diagonal patterns created with different colors and shades of brick. The, so Ro- the, the Roman brick, brick makers. Wait a minute, uh, I want to tell you about Roman brick. Hold on just a second. Well, geez. All right, calm down because I'm in the middle of telling you about a Rome brick, a Roman brick. Okay, it's a long, narrow brick, and you remember that Frank Lloyd Wright um, used this in the Robbie House. But you, when you see the long, narrow brick, those are Roman bricks. So bricks are the new stamps, essentially. That's correct. I mean, you have the London Stock, the Chicago Common, the Fairham Red, Engineering Brick, Common Brick, Facing Brick. I mean. All right, so how much do I make it in Texas as a bricklayer? 45 to 60K. What did I tell you? Which would be. Oh, well, 45 to 60,000. 60K a year. is the okay. top, and that would be $30 an hour. Yeah, so that was pretty close. And that's a bricklayer. It's bricklayer. Okay, and so if you're, if you're, you know, the helper, you're not doing that. If you're the True. helper, you're, you know, you're making, you're pulling in maybe 30. You say the supervisor makes closer to 90. There you Could go. Be closer to $50 an hour. Thank you. Uh, you were right, Jeff. You weren't right. You said the bricklayer, not the supervisor. That's the bricklayer. No, I'm talking about the bricklayer supervisor, the guy that's above it. You know, the brick king, the guy that went. No, the bricklayer brick is the guy. The guy that's just putting the bricks on the wall is not, he's just the helper, the intern. He's not the official bricklayer that brick takes three or layer four years. Entails your job. I lay bricks. Stop talking. Stop talking. You don't know what you're talking about, right? Dude, I just looked it up. You've been the one that's ogling over all these brick designs. I, was, I know. I like them. I guarantee you some people have already turned off the podcast because they don't want to hear about the brick pattern designs. That cannot be true. That cannot be true. This is, I've given this, this brick designs is another example of why they should subscribe to Chewing the Fat. I mean, that's just, you need to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. There's no question. You follow me on Twitter, at Jeffy, J-F-R, Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. I'll, you know what? I'm going to tweet out my bricklayer story uh, in, in a little while so that you have an idea. I, I normally do anyway because these stories fascinate me. And if you follow me on those, so you know that. There's no reason for you not to be fascinated with me telling you a little bit about it uh, during the podcast of Chewing the Fat. <laughs> Hello. So subscribe, and then once you've subscribed, then, you know, of course, you can rate and review, and we've made it easy. 20 stars, best podcast ever, and then other people realize it and go, wow, that's 20 stars, best podcast ever, and then they listen, and then they subscribe. And so your rate, your rating of the podcast really helps, and I appreciate it. And we, can, you, we need all the subscriptions we can get. And then, of course, uh, sharing is important so that's an easy thing for you i figured out how to make it easy for you so you don't have to really worry about it i know you're busy you got a busy lifestyle you got things going on and uh so you just share and it pops up your email and the first name that pops up in your email address bar click on that and just say thinking of you you should subscribe send and then you're done i know i know you're welcome So, are you ready to see the driverless cars everywhere? 
I I don't know. I feel like I, I'm excited about. We've talked about it before. I'm excited about having the the driverless car and just you know punching in home or work and sitting back and letting it take me there. But I don't know how crazy I am about you know seeing it. So it would seem different if I. It's just, it's a. I know it's an odd way of looking at it because you know okay I'm, I'm sitting in the back or in the front and I push home and then it just goes. But if I'm driving somewhere and then I see you know cars go by me with nobody in them as they're going to pick someone up because I know that uh, Elon Musk talked about uh, wanting a million robo taxis on the road by next year a million robo taxis I mean that's that's amazing that'll be some serious robo taxis and I, you know good luck good luck with that but I also saw where now they're starting to have these remote-controlled trucks. And it's almost like uh, uh, drone trucks. So the driver could be in, let's say, Dallas, Texas. But the truck is delivering something in Los Angeles. And so, you know, the the cab of the, the vehicle however it is has you know cameras and it's cameras set up and everything remote control so you're driving it and uh and delivering it in your you know in your in your in your front room at the house <laughs> and you know you're pulling into the you're pulling into the garage in los angeles now i don't know we'll see i i, I like that idea i think better than the actual just the plug in the coordinates and go of the trucks i like that uh i'd like to get the thoughts i might have to do another i might have to do another trucker show um i am a big fan of truckers and i know that this these kind of stories have really got to be hurting the truckers because all the stories are driverless trucks uh uh drone driving trucks you've been driving a truck for 50 years and now they want you they want to have uh uh, little Billy, who's been playing his uh, Xbox for thirty years, drive driving in uh, downtown Dallas, delivering you know driving across country um, and making it you know delivering it to L.A. and then driving it back seems a little weird. And how many could you drive at once? Like if you had, if I had, uh, let's say you use three screens a truck, right? And so. You could drive, I'm, you know, at this time, at this time, I'm driving three trucks this week. One stopped right now in Provo, so I don't have to worry about that one. I've got this one uh, on cruise control doing 80 through Nevada, and I'm delivering uh, tuna fish in Atlanta, and I'm in my front room in Dallas. I kind of like the sound of that. Now we're talking about some making some money. The truckers were not going to be happy about that, though. The truckers on the road are not going to be happy about that. So maybe we do have another trucker show and get their thoughts because times are tough for truckers. And they're some of the most important vehicles on the road. They're delivering goods and services all across this great country. If it wasn't for them, is there any bread on the shelf? No. Uh, no, sorry. No bread. What happened? There's no truckers. Oh. Oh. Okay, well, that's that's good to know. No, it's not. We want things delivered here in this country. We want it delivered now. That's what those truckers are doing. But I like the idea. I do like the idea of 
the drone remote control driving. I don't know why. Somebody's going to have to talk me down, but I kind of like it. And I'll leave you with a story that, uh, you know, should make you feel better. If you think to yourself, man, I'm just having a bad day. Nothing I do is right. I just feel like I'm plugging along. I can't get things right. A road crew, um, of course, in the great state of Florida, uh, had uh, been painting the roads. And they were um, painting a pedestrian crossing in the road, as my mother used to call it, pedestrian crossing. And uh, they, it was a school crossing. And you know how they do that. They put the yellow lines and then the, you know, the big, the big letters school, you know, and they cross it. Uh, except that they, and school is spelled S-C-H-O-O-L. Everyone knows that. Except that this road's crew spelled it S-C-O-H-O-L. So the road crew couldn't even spell school correctly on the school crossing. Now, it was pointed out by a local citizen as they tweeted the school saying, hey, what is this? But there was really no telling how long that had been there since they had worked on the roads quite some time ago. Sad. So just when you think you're having a bad day, just know that somebody didn't even spell school right at the crossing. And it wasn't you. (laughs) 